Hey guys, welcome back to our second episode of the Sale Wins podcast. We actually have some really interesting topics today. Um, you know, in marketing, I had always had other interests in my my podcast choices and my um, social media choices were never so much involved with marketing. And I think that I'm, I might be better for that. So if you're finding me because of marketing, that's great. But I'm only recently kind of discovering the the marketing personality six or seven years into into my own journey. And well, well, first off, I never even knew about Gary V. Never knew about Gary V. He he's cool though, you know. To you, he's actually a really cool dude. We have oh, been listening to a few of his things, um, a few conferences, and, and just a few um, call-in shows that had to do at restaurants. And I know I'm late to the game. I'm probably the last person to give you a Gary V review. But damn, he is a cool dude. I know he gets a lot of crap being... Um, you know, who, who's the guy with the deep voice, the big... Uh, Tony Robbins, kind of a, a Tony Robbins type figure, all platitude, nothing too specific. But uh, no, I've heard some really insightful things from Gary. Some really awesome advice. I I, I like the idea of me recommending him, but I I'd recommend him. He seems really cool. But going back to my initial tan, my initial topic before this tangent. Never really got too involved with marketing podcasts, and I, and kind of thinking about doing my own, I got a little bit involved in doing more of it. And the restaurant marketing podcasts—they're so bad. <laughs> they're they're all just so afraid to give away any information uh, that that's actually important or, or could could actually help somebody. I mean, to put it simply, somebody watches a video, they watch a 30-minute video, they should get something from it that that's beneficial. And, man, I, I've been trying to look at things that we do on our end and, and seeing what other people are talking about. I know they're doing the same exact things that we're doing. There's nothing. It's very, very strange so I, I thought today I wanted to put something out that nobody else, nobody else in this restaurant marketing sphere is actually talking about. Um, and I don't know. I've, I've even kind of thought, should I, should I not? Is it too much? But there are so many restaurants. It's so stupid. There, there must be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of restaurants in America. The idea that we're going to give away some information that's going to make our competition so much better that, that we can't even work, even though we know these exact facts and we're confident with all the other things, is kind of crazy. But that, that's the environment that we're in. And, and when I look at all these podcasts, that's the environment that we're in. We're so afraid. So, so I thought I would just drop a little bit of information 
that would shave the costs for any restaurant owner if they wanted to do Facebook advertising. And this all has to do with pixels. So what I did for, for my agency from the very beginning is I boosted articles about exactly what my food was, what my client's food was. So if it, if it were Italian food, I post an article. It doesn't even need to be from the same account that, that you're looking for. But I, I post an article about the top Italian food in the exact area that my restaurant was at. Now, I don't know if anybody comes from the publishing world like I do, but publishing rates are so much cheaper than actual advertisement rates. People like articles. They like countdowns. It, it is, it's a total, you know, it, it doesn't matter uh, for, for the advertisement to acquire this type of data about who is interested. That's costly as hell. I, I couldn't do that on a lot of budgets. But what I've learned in many years of publishing is hey man, let, let's just put an article out. People like articles a lot more than they like advertisements. So I put an article about exactly what that type of food is and in that area. And I get my three to four cent clicks with decent targeting and I build a pool. And you build this pool of restaurateurs, of people who like dining. Uh, recently, I've done articles more geared towards delivery or pickup. Um, th that's kind of been, been you know, the niche with Corona and all the many, um, the many marketing agencies that have gone after every restaurant and said, you need to switch over to a delivery model and let, let's take advantage of this crisis. Uh, <laughs> you know, but... What you do is you boost that article and you make sure that you have your Facebook pixel on it. Now, what you do there is when you drive that traffic, you have all those people stored into your Facebook pixel. You can contact them directly through an ad and make sure that they're seeing an ad for all days forward. And uh, what I see now as we've built this over the time is... I can then segment into more specific niches. But I have a great tool that I have all of our diners easily accessible. All the people that are interested in dining out. And you could expand that with different articles and then you could segment down as you're building your audiences. But by, by doing this, you're immediately starting ahead of the curve and you're going to save a ton of money on optimization. You're going to save a ton of money in trying to be predictable about your audiences. Do a look-alike audience, maybe specify a little bit, use different zip codes. But by collecting this pixel data on general articles, it's been a huge save for me. Now, I, I can tell you, I see tons of competitors who um, you know, have websites I don't know if they do this. I, I've never heard it because everybody's so terrified of actually giving away information. 
but I can tell you from my end, by making a pixel lookalike audience based on who's engaging on these stories, I never, I never shoot out an audience that's doing poorly. I never guess wrong. It's a big money saver. And, and I, not just restaurants, I, I do this in all sorts of ways. So it's very important to understand that this is, this is actually something that could save everybody a little bit of money, no matter what you do. So I, I don't know why I haven't heard anybody do this, but, uh, but there it is. So <laughs> uh, we, we actually had a few other topics to discuss. Uh, if, you, if you have any questions about that, I would be so happy t- for you to reach out and to, uh, and to talk about it. Uh, you, you could email us at salewins um, or at info at salewins.com. Um, that's, that's no problem. So, um, yeah, I think the next topic that we were going to jump to is kind of, uh, harkening back to what we were talking about last week when we were talking about TikTok and the ban that was occurring there and what we were saying and also kind of the positives of TikTok, uh, with, with organic traffic completely, completely throttled down by Facebook, you see Instagram and Facebook as great marketing tools, amazing marketing tools for marketers. But as far as just trying to make an awesome organic page and boosting, maybe not your best place. But with TikTok, when we're, we were seeing four or five X organic uh, reach that we do on Facebook or Instagram, it seems very worthwhile. Um, we have the introduction of Instagram Reels this week. And kind of as predicted, it's a bootleg version of TikTok. Their biggest selling point. They were not affiliated with China. So you might feel a little bit more secure about doing, uh, doing your interactions there. But uh, overall... And, I, and I've talked to a few different people on this, a few different creators. They're not seeing a quarter of the organic traffic that they were seeing in TikTok. We're seeing the typical, typical throttling that you're always going to see when you're uh, when you're dealing with Mark Zuckerberg. Like I said, no no offense to him. It's an amazing place to be able to reach people, but as far as organic reach, if you're not going to be trying to pay a dollar or two or uh, maybe maybe move the comma over a little bit, you're you're not going to have uh, you're you're not going to have much success. And you know, I thought I'd get a little bit more into sales. Um, our, our company recently, uh, I guess the concept of a small business, our company recently acquired one of uh, one of its largest clients ever uh, as far as name recognition when uh, to the general public. And, you know, obviously it forces a smaller group to put on a lot of different hats to try to fulfill all the needs. But uh, as the weeks pass and as the successes uh, accumulate, you start to realize the benefit. Um, I really would say that I'm an introvert. 
uh, true and true, through and through. See, I don't even have all my my and my common <laughs> expressions worked out. But uh, you know, to have to be in so much communication with different companies and making deals on behalf of other companies and other clients, it's it does something amazing. Um, necessity breeds innovation, is the old quote. But damn, is it true? I. Uh, I, I wouldn't have been so sold on it. You know, we talk about specialization. We live in a society that's so much about specialization. But, Tim, if, if you have no other options, other than talk to a bunch of people, other than to even cold call a bunch of people, and you have a psych background, a psych research background that jumped into marketing with no sales experience whatsoever, well, and there's nobody else in... You're forced to. It sometimes works out, you know? It sometimes works out. Damn, is that a good feeling? So, um, you know, without getting too specific, we'll talk a little bit more about that contract and that client uh, as the time progresses. But we're going to leave it here uh, just under 14 minutes. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you would like um, any questions, um, any questions, comments, snide remarks, feel free to email us at salewins at impactanalytics.com. Once again, that's salewins at impactanalytics.com. And uh, comment, like, share, or any of those. But uh, we're, we're looking forward to getting some feedback. Hopefully there's some info. I think this is probably the most informative uh, informative podcast about uh, restaurants <laughs> in terms of advertisement ever. So looking forward to getting the feedback. Take care, everybody. Bye.